I believe that anything can be trained and people can accomplish what they want. From my earliest moments, I have memories of different ideas that I wanted to start. And I think creativity is core to that. When I was a kid, I would remember going to bed and having a dream about a business that I would start or an idea. That's Dan Sachs, co-founder and co-CEO of AppDirect. AppDirect is a subscription commerce platform that powers millions of subscriptions worldwide. They made it easier for customers to find, buy, and use recurring digital services, creating opportunities for businesses to innovate and grow. On this episode of Think Like a Founder, we talk about the importance of values, having conviction in your vision, and staying up all night to build a mini city as a kid. I'm Maureen Taylor, and this is Think Like a Founder. I understand that every year you set a new challenge for yourself, whether it's something mental, physical, or even family-oriented. Tell us why that's important to you. I found that setting clear objectives is something that gives me purpose and gives me the ability to achieve my highest self and really feel like I'm in a state of flow. So what I found, and this is fascinating from studying a lot of management principles and then running a company, is that the process of thinking through your long-term vision, your values, and then breaking it down into annual and quarterly objectives that you can measure yourself against always enables you to strive to be your best. You tried meditation and when you first started, you couldn't do it for more than two minutes. Is that right? Yeah. If you would have asked me what I thought of meditation a few years ago, I would have fluffed you off or made fun of it. But as I was doing much more research about people who can achieve their highest goals and potential and be happy, I recognized that managing for heart rate variability and to kind of think clear that there's a lot of benefits to meditation. So I kind of got myself past the hump of, okay, I'm going to strive to meditate. And the first few I did, I just didn't understand it. I couldn't keep my attention. But as I was really committing to it throughout the year, I I started to see slight benefits. I started to see more focus. I started to understand and it became more habitual. And eventually I was able to meditate for 10 minutes, which I thought was super impressive. Have you become a better person because you're doing this? What I'd say the primary benefit of meditation has been for me is to really strive to live with a much more positive outlook and to be much more present. And amongst my wife and I, my vows to her at the wedding and our family values are positive, present, and grateful. And even though I vowed for those and I really believe in them, I recognize that it's actually very difficult to be in the moment, to be present, especially in this day and age. Even though I, both in my work at AppDirect as well as my personal life, we have an explicit value around positivity. There's times when you're, having a bad day and it's uh, you can be frustrated. So what I found is that meditation has given me a grounding to be able to reset so I could deal with something that's very frustrating or that could have previously you know caused me to have a crazy temper and I can take a second, I can take a breather, I can reset and go back to being positive and present and that's helped me in every facet of life. And that's a perfect description of it too. But the impact of it, because there's so many people who talk about it and to actually hear the influence it has in a productive way on your life is really cool. Also, uh, one of the things when we talk to founders, one of the aspects, attributes or characteristics that people have in common is they always stay students. 
They're always trying to learn something new every day. And it's an attractive attribute. I mean, there are lots of things that are kind of funky about founders, but an attractive attribute is that constant student state. I always believe in the growth mindset. If you can figure out a process to enable you to learn new things, you're always challenged. You stay out of your comfort zone. It can keep you sharp. It can push you. It can challenge you. And that's what some of my most proud moments and accomplishments are achieving things that I would have previously thought were impossible. I understand that when you were about six years old, you stayed up all night building a mixed use real estate model and your dad was freaked out because you were so business focused, even as a little kid. Is that true? That is. So when I grew up, my family had a furniture store started by my great, great grandparents in Niagara Falls, Canada called Saks Furniture. And my grandfather did a lot of different type of construction projects around the city in real estate. When I was like six years old, I remember him giving me a tour of some of his projects and the store. And I thought, but what if we could create like a super city and, you know, created all these different um, ideas where you could have a living area, you could have schools, you could have restaurants. At the time, I was obsessed with McDonald's and I had a little drive through going in there. And on the drive through, you could market furniture to the people who are like in their cars. And it was this whole thing. And I stayed up all night. I built literally with my hands like a 3D model with construction paper and sticks and glue. And I woke up in the morning and my dad saw it on the counter and I think freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, this kid. Now, one of the things too we're finding and believe is that founders are kind of like artists. And I'm not talking serial entrepreneur, I'm talking founders. That there's an itch you want to scratch and you almost can't help it, just like a paintbrush or sculpture or music or something. Do you agree that there, it's not like you, I am now a founder, but it's in your skin, blood and bones? I believe that anything can be trained and people can accomplish what they want. From my personal experience, I always knew that I had a vision to start something and to do something. And from my earliest moments, I have memories of different ideas that I wanted to start. And I think creativity is core to that. When I was a kid, I would remember going to bed and having a dream about a business that I would start or an idea. And what I've found since founding a business is that I put so much effort toward the achievement of that creative vision that when you scale and you have other creatives in the business, it's actually harder to scratch your creative itch. And when I struggle with creativity, because there are times in the last 11 years I have, I found the best outlet to achieve it is to step out of your comfort zone, step out of your day-to-day. I find that striking that creative part of my brain and then grounding myself back in the business makes me a better leader, makes me more calm, makes me more focused. When you think about where you are and the people you met along the way and the influences, what advice have you received that sticks out in your head? One of my earliest mentors once said, have conviction in your vision. And the way that he mentored me was not by telling me what to do or comparing me to others, but asked me questions to enable me to get more understanding and conviction in that vision. And what I say to entrepreneurs all the time is just have clarity of what your vision is, think about it, ruminate on it, write it down, write down your values, write down your philosophies, write down your principles, and let that guide you. And everything else that comes into your realm can be a data point, but don't blindly listen to the advice of someone without understanding how it aligns with your vision, philosophies, and values. That is interesting. Uh, Like arrogance and insecurity is different from confidence and humility. One of our values, there's five of them. One is positivity that I mentioned. The other is humility. 
And what we believe, and we did a lot of, me and my co-founder studied a ton of different businesses and entrepreneurs that we admired before founding AppDirect. And what we kind of said is if you want to build a company that we really, that would be worth our life's work, right? That we're super passionate about, what are the skill sets or capabilities that makes these life-changing, we define them as enduring businesses, but what are the secret sauce of these enduring businesses? And what we found, it's typically that they were founder-led and that their founders defined a long-term vision and a set of values or principles that outlasted any one product cycle. There are businesses that thrive off of ego and hierarchy and beat down culture. And, and then there are other businesses that thrive off of humility and positivity and transparency. Just because you're one value set or another doesn't mean the business is going to be successful. It's that by having values and by having a clear vision, you can align people along the way and you can get support. I mean, humility was one that I always think is so important to have at the forefront and practice it and think about how you can improve on it. And that's just a personal choice. Do you find too, building teams, working with people very similar to your family life, that having the same values actually is what keeps people together? Yeah, I think in high growth businesses, there's inevitably a lot that changes and it's hard for teams to manage that change. And if you can give them frameworks and processes to understand where the business is going and where the world is going, they can help operationalize that vision. And therefore, having stated vision and values that people can understand and latch onto, and then having frameworks for those values to show up on a recurring basis and to make those values your team's own. So they're not just held by you and the executive team, but by the entire company and even the stakeholders and ecosystem around your business, your customers and others. That's what creates, I believe, a lot of meaning and strength. There are people sitting out there and they wanna be just like you when they grow up or they're trying and they're thinking about it because there is a time when people are unsure. They have it in their head or they have it in their heart or there's something that they know that they're supposed to be doing. They don't know what yet. What advice would you give them? What I always say is anyone can become an entrepreneur. They just have to take the crazy insane risk to say, I wanna quit whatever else I'm doing and become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people as a kid, dream of it or theorize it. I've seen a ton of accomplished people from Harvard Business School, for example, that will come to our office and talk about how they want to start something. But really what makes an entrepreneur is someone who's willing to take the risk to say, I'm going to quit my stable, steady thing and I'm going to do this new thing because I have so much conviction. And it's that conviction that drives you to make the crazy decision to to quit and start something. But it also is the same conviction that will allow you to persevere through the hard times because trust me, it's a lot, a lot of hard times. What if you know you're supposed to do something, but you don't know what it is yet? I'm a big believer in trusting your intuition and your subconscious. And for me, I always wanted to start something. I had no idea it was a tech company. In fact, before I started AppDirect, I didn't even know what technology was. It was a coincidence that I happened to be in San Francisco and pop in at the Web 2.0 conference and then talk to my co-founder about it. Being able to see the signs and tap into your intuition to give you the right signals and confidence to get there. I look at it like, you know those gold finding machines with the metal? You go in the ocean and you hear like a beep and you kind of get closer and closer and closer. If you're someone who grows up and you know that you want to start a business and let's say you, you know you want to strike gold, that doesn't mean you can operationalize it. In order to strike gold, you need to be able to invest in the tools and understand where to go to increase the odds of your success. And then when you have that machine, you want to really listen to the beeps 
and really pay attention to that subtlety. So when there is gold right under your feet, you know it. And I think entrepreneurship is the same thing. You might have a broad vision that you want to start something and not know what it is, but something is going to guide you closer and closer. And if you're willing to pay attention to those signals, then you can thrive. I think so much of it is also being in the right place at the right time and making your own luck. If you want to achieve something, you have to also stack the odds in your favor. If you push yourself to find and seek out the best at what you want to be and what you want to do, that I think really can help guide you to increase the chances that you're going to succeed. That was Dan Sachs, co-founder and co-CEO of AppDirect. AppDirect is a subscription commerce platform that works with companies like Comcast, Custom Inc., and BT to support their digital customer relationships. They make it easier for customers to find, buy, and use recurring digital services. Next time on Think Like a Founder, we talk to Gary Stewart from Founder Tribes about connecting the dots others can't see, your internal moral compass, and how the immigrant experience lends itself to a founder mentality. I'm Maureen Taylor, and this is Think Like a Founder. Thanks for listening. Think Like a Founder is produced by SNP Communications in San Francisco, California. Learn more by visiting us at snpnet.com or connect with me, Maureen Taylor, on LinkedIn to continue the conversation there. Series producer is Roisin Hunt, sound design by Mark Ream. Content and scripting by Mike Sullivan and Jason Drown. Production coordinator is Natasha Thomas. Thanks also to Selena Persiani-Shell, Eli Shell, Matt Johnson, John Hughes, and Red Barrett.